This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Tomorrow is opening day. This morning, then I have a great hunt. Deer didn't move like usual. We just got set up in the middle of this bedding thicket. Oh, saving this spot from the rut. It's a nice, I think it's a nice buck. It's a 170. That was money. I think he's down right over there. 10 yards. Woo! Whitetail Legacy Podcast. Bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Yeah. Welcome to the Whitetail <laughs> Legacy Podcast. Episode 100 and something. Two days in our rutcation and it feels like we're on day 100 and something yeah <laughs> we're three days into our rotation i don't even know what day it is um <laughs> uh this episode we're gonna break down our public land rut um the public ground that we are hunting is kind of special it's uh mostly for goose hunters so they close it down so we can no longer hunt that tragic because we are on them um tonight we went out um on the private uh, 17 degrees um, 20 mile an hour wind and uh, we got the heater in here ripping so if there's any background noise it's because my toes are frozen um, so there's that let's get into people make this possible and uh, we'll get to the, the show start with the VIP veteran broadhead the combat veteran is out you guys have heard about it I'm sure you've been seeing all the pictures on social media Put people putting deer down with it I'm really hoping me and homie get the opportunity to put <laughs> some deer down with it we've been so close multiple times uh yeah. just it's one of those one of those things where you're having a really good season but you're just not getting it done <laughs> yeah so um you got you guys that you you will be able to see the combat veteran uh, at ata show um he's going to release it there so i'm excited for everybody to see this we absolutely are blown away by this head 
Um, and a lot of people were killing critters, um, putting a lot of deer down, a lot of bucks. So pretty cool. Uh, let's get into the VIP veteran broadhead shout out. Uh, this week's VIP veteran broadhead shout out. Um, so as we are recording this, it is Veterans Day, so we're just gonna take a step back and not really shout or highlight any one person, but um, we're gonna shout out everybody um, that's been a, a veteran or is a veteran and um, our future veterans. So uh, we we just want to thank you, uh, thank your families too, because we know that they've um, you know been without you. So. Uh, we appreciate them as well, and um, we appreciate you guys signing up and, and doing what you did for us. So from the yeah. bottom of our hearts and our family, you know, it's it means a lot to, to Cody and I, and um, something that we're going to try to instill in our kids is, you know, to recognize people that did serve and um, teach them that it's very important. Yeah. Let's get into Ingram's Outdoor Obsession. Full Velvet. 140 class deer shot <laughs> yeah, right? around our area, and it's up there. Uh, that's going to be pretty neat to see. I wonder what that guy's getting done. I don't know. But it's pretty epic. I mean, like, not a st- scuff of velvet no. off of it. Nope. Primo. That that dude ain't been locking up antlers with anybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, that's pretty awesome. Um, that's I, I don't know how to mount that. There's got to be a process. I don't know if that velvet's like hard now i have no idea yeah. uh, matt and cindy would know though i mean they got the velvet right. bug too but um uh, uh that'd be neat to see but uh another challenge that he's stepping up and taking on and the bucks have just been rolling in there i think he had eight yesterday i was gonna say he had a yesterday pile. was fire he had them all lined up yesterday yeah so that's the beauty of uh having a taxidermist as your your, your good friend i messaged today no bucks no bucks today no bucks today really yeah probably because it was 20 mile an hour wind snow and then 15 <laughs> degrees out all right. day but <laughs> might have had something to do yeah. with it let's get into Ingrin embry custom woodworkings ecw um dude i will say so you know we haven't really hit the grunt tube in october that much yeah but you know that last weekend um of october and then here this past weekend that we were hunting on public we we pulled that out and I hit it a couple of times, and then we just kind of looked at each other and was like, damn, that sounded real yeah. nice. I was like, man, that sounded good. I, yeah. Because I got another one, and Rainer's been blowing it, and it's just like high. You remember remember Bigger was talking about like yeah. that low? That's what it's right? got. It's got that like earthy, like yeah. deep, you know what I mean? This sounds right. It just sounds what it's supposed to be. Right. We've heard enough grunting <laughs> this <Yeah>. weekend <laughs> that we know what it should sound like, man. I've, I've, I've heard more grunts. This weekend that I have my whole entire hunting career. This is no joke. Yeah. No it's like joke. legit like, we don't even see the deer. There's like something grunting over there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Ten minutes later, there he yeah. is. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm like, what is going on? But uh, it's like, it was like turkey hunting. Like, you know there's a turkey there because you can hear him gobble, but yeah. you can just hear, you, you know there's a buck there. You can't he's see him at all. He's 60 yards away grunting. You're like, can't see you, bro. It's too thick. <laughs> I don't know what what do you call that stuff back there. Oh, we'll dude. get into that, yeah. but I don't know what it is. But anyways, um, epic is what it is. Sitlock, um, you've been wearing the Revenant suit. How's that been holding up in this cold weather, man? man? It has been solid. Um, we did two all day sits. Um, started out in the mid to low twenties, and then obviously got up into the mid forties during the day. Um, yesterday, I did not even put my pants on. I've no. been packing in the suit because uh, we have a really far pack in. So I, I've just been strapping it to Lone Wolf and my book bag. And um, 
I didn't even put my pants on yesterday, so um, that jacket just keeping me good, keeping the wind off of me. Mm-hmm. So still, still really impressed with that on year two of that. Yeah, it's pretty solid. I don't have one of those, but uh, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was I was pretty solid. Other than my toes, man, I talk about this podcast a lot. I got the boot covers. We didn't pack them in the public though, but I just got weak toes, man. Yeah, I made the mistake not doing that tonight. Yeah, wow, no, Dude wow, is yeah. screaming. Yeah, it, it was brutal. We were like, ah, you know, what's that four hours? It won't be a big deal. Yeah. Literally, right when we get there, we got does on us. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Two minutes in the stand, so <laughs> should have got there a little earlier, but uh, all right, that's it. Let's, let's get into the show. So we want to break down some tactics that made us almost successful on an absolute monarch on public. Um, this is a deer that we've been keeping low-key, <laughs> and uh, we released a picture of him, so... We feel like this public is far enough away from where we live that we have a good chance of keeping it hidden. That's one thing about having a podcast. You got people listening and you're like, oh, there's this giant out on public. Right. You know what I mean, but I literally do not think anyone will find him where he's at. There's no. just literally physically no way that someone's going to find him. Um, there is some crazy people out I was there. Saying, there's one guy. <laughs> there's one guy who knows where he's at. You know what I mean? But yeah. we've struck up a friendship and, uh, and, I hope to have him on the show because he's he knows his public land pretty good. I'd like to have all all th- two of three of his buddies all right, in here yeah. and, and do a public land breakdown because he's got three you know giants out from public and uh, uh, but anyways we uh, we almost got it done on an absolute giant um, almost got it done on a 155 class 140 yeah. class uh, yeah. mid 130s eight um, like I said a lot of people say 130s eight but I mean that was Maybe a touch bigger. I'm trying to play it easy. That was a really solid eight, yeah. eight point. Yeah, he was, Had, and he was the one, you know, grunting before we even heard him. Yeah. You know, he was grunting. Seen more two and a half year old bucks in one in one weekend than I have in a whole season. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, it was absolute but, uh, money. So I think we should break it down. How do you want to do it? You want to do it like why we were back there first, or uh, I want to? I think we just maybe just start with like you scouting in the winter, okay? Or yeah. like why'd you even go back there in the winter? So I had hunted this piece previous years, and I had seen some good good bucks come out of a certain area. One in particular would have been three years ago. He was coming out of that area, and. Uh, I seen him three times in the daylight, early season, and just could never connect on him. A really good, like, 150s class 10-pointer and uh, tall tine, tight, um, feeding in a field with some does, and uh, there's just no trees. That's always our excuse, yeah. but there's no trees. So he's coming out of this area, and uh, I told homie, you know, I'm hunting this piece, and there's, like, nobody on it. But then last year, I started seeing some more people, seeing more stands, more cameras. So my mind went to, let's get out of, let's find something that there's ag close to bedding and maybe away from people. So that's what I was trying to do. And uh, I found the spot that I literally thought no one would be crazy enough to go besides me. Mm-hmm. Get back there and there's cams back there this year, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I went back there last season and I scouted a couple spots, two trees in particular. One was where they're coming off ag. I was just, I told homie, I said, man, it's money in the morning coming off ag. We got bucks daylight in the evening back there, though. Mm-hmm. So it's, I mean, yeah. it's just good all, you know. And we run rank one cam on one trail, and we probably missed 
75 percent of yeah. the movement you know what i mean yeah there's actually three possibly four good trails going back there and we're set up on one and when we went back there to pull it that day there was a small six pointer right you know 12 yards mm-hmm. from the tree that we're going to try to get in no picks on the and camp. no picks yeah so that uh that just goes to show you it's it's hard when you got those different options to try to pick but we just try to pick like we just want to know if there's good bucks in this area. Right. That was our goal. Like, we don't, we, I found a decent shed back there. That's late season. This particular pri or, or public, you can't hunt late season. You know, you're done in November, early mm-hmm. November. You're done. So it goes off goose season. Shout out to all the goose hunters. I hate you guys <laughs> right now um, because you're just killing me on this box. But, uh, I feel like I feel like if we could hunt out there all right, it'd be. Oh, if, we, if they yeah. give us till like up to, yeah, opening goose. Oh, dude. Yeah, but you better get that second buck tag out. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. But uh, anyways, that's where I got. So I went back there and I scouted and I picked out a couple of trees and I the one that we didn't even hunt. Yeah. I was like, this is this is the spot. You know what I mean. And I feel like I thought that was the spot because it was safer, right? It was further away from the bedding. If you had a west wind, you're yeah, real west, solid. Northwest, yeah, you're real. Uh, maybe a southeast. Yeah, you're real solid there. So I was thinking my same ways, like you know, just play away from the bedding. Mm-hmm. And I think we would have seen a lot of bucks there. I think we would have too. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we got the giant coming through there. We got the 10 coming through there that we've seen. We got a solid nine west side coming through there. Yeah. We'll talk about west side and this other bucket a little bit. Yeah. But, um, so I, that's why I was back there. We hung the cam just to see if there was good bucks back there. It's close to the property line to private. Um, so we knew that it was going to be a good shot. Um, we didn't think literally anybody would be back there. Two reasons. One, because the access is incredibly hard, even early season. Like, it's very challenging to get back there. Yeah. Um, All the foliage and yeah. everything. It just, uh, there. It's there's, a, like, I know people, I know you hear that from a lot of people, but I don't, this is, this is insane. Like, that ravine, <laughs> I'm on my hands and knees crawling up this thing, like, yeah. legitimately. And we're going stands and sticks and camera gear and all, you know, everything. But then when that early goose season comes in, they close the gate. Yeah. So then you got a three-quarter mile hike before you even get to where you used to park. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now you just added three-quarters mile what you were doing before. In a truck. In a truck. So me and homie opted for bikes. And um, I will tell you this. It was, that was still a lot of work. Like, oh, if we didn't have to carry all that stuff, walking would have been better than bikes. Yeah, I'm it would have just not, took so long. I'm still not convinced that biking is. Maybe just walk your bike out. Yeah, write it yeah. down. Write it down. So that way you're not burning time in the morning. Mm-hmm. Write it down. Walk that thing. Because it was taking us an hour and a half from the truck to the stand. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's an hour and a half, and we're we're not messing around like no yeah we're biking three-quarter mile and walking three-quarter mile like at a fast pace yeah you know um so it's taking an hour and a half to access so i think without that bike man it would add at least 20 minutes yeah i would say you're probably looking another half hour yeah 
because you could walk at walking pace. I mean, and, we, and it's downhill all the way by besides the last like 150 yards. It's like straight <laughs> up on a bike. Yeah. But then you'd have to walk all the way down that gravel. Yeah. So you're adding another quarter mile, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm taking another half hour. Yeah, at least. But um, I I really, I think bike in, walk that bike out. Yeah. With all be, your stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Just pedaling uphill the whole way back. Oh, dude. After you've been sitting all day. You're... Cody went out Friday night and hunted back there, and I was still at work. And then I got out into another spot Friday night, and Cody called me after he got back to the truck, and he's like, this bike out is sick. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Get, getting out wasn't bad. The bike out, dumb. Dude. It was dumb. Like, I got to the truck. I was like, I am cashed. Yeah. And then I woke up and did it again, and I woke up and did it again. I was like, oh, <laughs> my God. The third day, I'm like, I got where we stopped three times on the bike on the way back up. Yeah, we tried to walk a little bit. Yeah, and then, then we got like, back on. All right, we're good. We can bike again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but anyway, so that was the access. But props to the guys that are hunting out there. Yeah. One guy in particular, um, like I said, I want to have him on the show. He was doing the exact same thing we were, just crazy. Um, but he knew those bucks were back there. We got to swapping trail cam picks. We're all hunting the same deer. Um, so it was cool that, like, a lot of people could have been real – Real nasty, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Giant I mean, bucks. Big deer. Big deer. Yeah. And uh, they could have been real nasty about it, but he was super cool um, and uh, made a good friend, man. I'm excited. Uh, I wish he would have got one down, man. He hunted yeah. back there hard. He did. So he got real close multiple times. <laughs> but anyways, like I said, so we're talking about public land, so it's scary that someone might track us down and find us, but we're not that that big so no one should have we should have to worry about that <laughs> right <laughs> but uh anyways that's we were back there found the sheds found thinking no access blah, blah blah so that's why i went back there i scouted and i don't think i scouted enough because then i went down that where we had the other exodus instead of going further to the south, south. and in, i went up and run that ridge down i seen all that sign i was like oh this is it okay and then I went straight over the hill. Did you think that was bedding right there where all that sign was? Yeah. I thought okay. that was bedding because that would be the downward side of bedding on a northwest or a west. And that's why I thought those bucks were doing. Cruising that ridge, all that scent coming up that ridge on a west or a northwest. And they were cruising back and forth, hitting all them scrapes. Mm-hmm. And everything was leading towards that area that the guy had the stand on, okay. on the other side. So... Of course, that stand wasn't back there, and I'm thinking, I told you, I said, there's no one's going to be back here. Like, yeah. there's no way. <laughs> right. And, uh, but anyways, so I didn't go in there. I didn't crush into that. And that was the one thing I kept saying on that stand, stand this year. I'm like, man, this winter, we got to go into that. We got to see what's the in south. there. Yeah. So do you, so you found that tree first, is what you said. Mm-hmm. Did, and then did you just think it was money, and then you just kind of moved off to yeah, another area? I thought it was money. I thought that tree, like I told you, that's a kill tree. Yeah. Like that is dead, dead nuts, a kill tree. And I think, I still think it is, but I think where we set up the second spot is, it, it is too. It, anywhere out there is, is good. You know yeah, what I mean? Be in that, be because in that block. Because this, that 10 that we almost shot, it, could, it was angled right to that other tree. Right. At one forty in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Like, you could have got a shot over there. He might have worked right around that little pond and pinched in. 
30-yard shot, boom. There's more shooting at that other tree. Way more shooting. So that you got to weigh that into opportunity. Like we we seen how much struggle that was. If you see the deer, but you still can't shoot them, like and you think maybe the cover is better in that tree. There's a lot more. You're the only tree there, though. Yeah, you're there. You're a lot At least of limbs. Where we though. were, we yeah. got. We thought we had like more four back trees. Cover. Yeah, yeah, no. But I mean, we still got picked off a couple times. I think that tree's got those vines and stuff in it. I think there's more cover there, and I think. I think it's not in a hole. That's like one of the huge yeah, right. problems. It's holding two foot of water. Well, it's not like seven foot in a hole. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like right. our tree, the tree yeah. we were hunting, it's like seven foot in a hole yeah. compared to where the other deer are. So we're losing eight. It might be like nine, ten yeah, foot. Yeah, <laughs> we're losing like eight to ten foot of steps. We're using four steps at the max. Four full length lone wolf at the like where you can barely reach the next step. Yeah. <laughs> you almost got to do a pull up. You know what I mean? And we're going all the way up there. And then the camera guy stand like, that's a full two, three foot higher than the seat of the other guy stand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause we were stepping on the seat and going up. Yep. Um, but I feel like there's more cover there, more shooting, better wind. It's just, we would in that spot and, Yes. We didn't want to take the time to move because we knew we were there. You know right. I mean? And, you know, one thing that I've said on here, I'm pretty sure you've said it a couple of times, is like you're in the right area and you got a good tree, but are you in that kill tree? Mm-hmm. And right now we just don't know. I'm pretty sure we could have killed out of that other one, but we thought we could have killed out of this one too. Yeah. We, we, it just, it's just that area. I mean, we got so close. I think that pinch that we thought was going to help us hurt us a little bit yeah because they're pinching so close to that you know what i mean on that other one that pinch is 30 yards 25 yards you know and the other one the other side of the pinch is like 20 yep. they could be right on top of you on the other side but uh another struggle with public lands not supposed to cut tree limbs you know what i mean in illinois you're not supposed to cut tree limbs so yep. we're trying to do like the very minimal list in the tree like to make it safe for us to hunt but, like, around us, we're not, like, if that was private, be out there with a chainsaw, you know what I <laughs> yeah. mean? Getting some of that stuff out, but you just can't do that. So you just have to make it happen. Yep. And uh, Which, that I, was a I don't challenge. Think, I don't think a lot of people that hunt private, you, you know, might know that because I didn't until, you know, I started diving in a little bit deeper into the public stuff. So, yeah, that's a big challenge that, you know, you can't cut anything mm-hmm. out there. So um, that's just another struggle of public public land that is a big factor but. i feel like they're okay with you like cutting some limbs and tree you know what i mean to make it safe to get into mm-hmm. but i don't think they'd be okay with like oh this tree's i gotta take this whole tree out yeah you know you know what i mean like i gotta take this cottonwood that's six inches around out you know yeah. what i mean like that that ain't like i'm on private you just whack it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but out there i don't think they would be cool with it and back there, it needs some trees, bro. It needs, yeah. Because there's no trees. That's like the number one challenge is there's no trees. Yep. If we if there was a tree 10 yards from the tree we were in, dead. Like, that would be the if tree. If there was a tree at the end of yeah. that ridge, yeah. it'd be sick. Yeah, but there's just not. There's, there's, there, there's not a tree within 150 yards of where we're at. No. No. Not well, a, maybe 100. Because yeah. the crossbow guys 
What did I say he was? 250. Oh, he was 250? Okay, yeah, yeah 150. Yeah. Yep, 150. So, Yeah, we had a crossbow hunter 250 yards from us. We walked in, and we walked past him. And it's insane that that's only 250 yards with a rangefinder. But know. when you walk it, you're like, what is... It just took me 45 minutes to get 250 yards. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Guy sat till 9.30. Yeah, guy sat till 9.30, called it. But it was windy, man. It was, yeah, he it was, was getting beat. Yeah, it was brutal out there. But so, okay, we got we got the trail cam bigs. We know there's big deer back there. Now we had to figure out the tree, right? Okay, so we had one tree picked out, and like I said, I feel like if we would have hunted that tree, we still would have killed or mm-hmm. had the opportunity. We still would have seen bucks. We know that. Yeah. But we go to hunt that tree earlier in the year. It's in two foot of standing water. And uh, we didn't prep anything. Nope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nope. I didn't go back there and prep anything. We didn't prep anything when we were hanging cans. Because, I mean, it was literally dry as a bone. Yeah, it was dry. We were it like, was a little soft because we'd seen some tracks in there. Yeah. But didn't think that it was going to be two feet, you know. Yeah. You can go in there eight, ten inches of water and, mm-hmm. and be fine. But Two feet. I mean, you're talking knee-deep water. Yeah. And... I wasn't a. It was that was when that cold front came in, and you got a mile and a half out. Yeah, because you asked me, you'd be like, "Hey, you got your rubbers on?" I'm like, "No, it's cold this morning. I got my insulated yeah. boots on." Just like, well, we ain't going here, so yeah. made another plan. Yeah, that was like 36 degrees mm-hmm. that morning. Yeah, but anyways, so that's that's where we found the second tree. I was like, "Well, let's just go up to that pinch and hunt it." You know what I mean? And then right. we hunted it, and the deer did exactly what we wanted them to do. Yeah. Every deer that came through there, we could have killed. October 12th. Yeah. October 12th, we had a cold front come in. We went way deep, hanging hunt, and literally every deer that came through that area came right through that pinch, and not one deer did that during the rut. No. Every deer, so there was two bucks and four does, or one buck and four does, and they all came either through the one pinch or through the other pinch, and they were at 20 yards. Yep. Every one of them. And we were like, oh, this is perfect. These does are going to be doing the same thing. We never, we didn't have a doe come from that way. <laughs> no. Never seen a yeah, doe back there. whole weekend. No. So, but uh, we were like, they're just going to do that. Bucks are going to be right behind them. We're going to draw. They're in this thick stuff where you couldn't get a shot. Yeah. We're like, we'll leave all that stuff. That's where we'll draw. They'll come out, be quartering away, 20 yards, boom, money. And uh, they did the complete opposite, of course. So... Now we're in the second tree. Um, we know where the bedding is. So all the does, where I thought the bedding was, all the does went right into there. Yep. We're like, okay, that solidifies that that is the doe bedding. And uh, so we felt really good. I think we felt really confident. But we knew what wind we could not hunt that on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, we're like, okay, if it's this, there's no way. So we're like, the best ca- the best case for us I feel like it's like straight west, but it's not. It's just so hard, dude. It's like north as well. Straight we north, <laughs> you know straight I mean? north, right into that water. Yeah, but even though they're crossing down there, we seen yeah. what maybe four or five deer do that all day mm-hmm. yesterday. I mean, does and small bucks, no megas did it. Did I, that? Yeah, but. I feel like that's one of those spots that you don't hunt, and then you just go in there and just risk and it. Just risk it. Last Good. week, just risk it. Yeah, just going in there and. Because just like you said, no no deer that's out there is going to see another human being for the rest of the year. Yeah. Rest of the year. Yeah. 
good. Mm-hmm. So you, we know we know that buck. As long as he don't go too far to the south, <laughs> it's gonna live another year. He, I mean, right. he made it all last year. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, so we're in that tree. All the deer are doing exactly what we think we're gonna do, and uh, so I went in there Friday. I had a southwest Friday, November ninth. Seriously. And then, anyways, so well, homies find that date. Um, the eighth. I had so I had the rutcation coming up. I had a ton of stuff that I needed to get done with the family, and some stuff I needed to finally finish up at work, and some stuff like that. <laughs> We're getting ready to travel to Missouri, so I'm trying to figure that out. And uh, I end up taking a day early and getting a lot of that stuff done, and being able to sneak out in the evening. So I went back in there midday, and I packed the stand and sticks in there so we already hung halfway halfway the first day without homies stand and the camera stuff and everything so i get in there 140 i have a really solid nine pointer come through have a six pointer come through and they do what that spike buck did but then they didn't go through the pinch they worked up there where like that 10 did oh and um went on like the back side of that ridge around that pond um if there's a tree right there, dude, that skinny tree up there. I mean, yeah, but it's so it's too far away. I, I feel like it's so far to the north? south. Yeah, two thousand you north. Yeah, it doesn't look very far know. from it, the stand. No, but that's you could have killed both of them deer yesterday. Yeah, I know. Wind would have been wrong though. Well, you got to shoot him before that. Yeah. Oh, man. He'd be about eight foot off the ground. Yeah. Eight foot off the ground, Corey. Hanging, hanging over the water. <laughs> we know how that goes. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um, then I had a bunch of does in the evening, three-pointer, um, just good action, you know, had some midday action. Don't know what the morning was, wasn't there. Had some midday action, then had some... Uh, Really good action during the day. Saturday comes along. We go back in there. This is after I left, come back, you know, second time accessing. Um, We're carrying another stand this time. Um, Get in there, hang the stand. For some reason, we were just late that day. I don't know what it was. We were just running a little later. I think we had a good plan, and I think we executed that plan right. And we we knew the time we needed to be set up, and I don't I don't know I don't know. But anyways, we it was getting closer to shooting. It wasn't shooting light yet when we were set up, but it was getting close. Because we weren't about three two three minutes pa- past some other guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, so then we set up, and what well, it's early like six forty. Yeah, six forty five. I'm standing up because the wind's coming out of the southwest. I'm standing up facing the north, you know, trying to get that wind in my back to get through the morning hours and not freeze myself out. Um, I just look up into the northeast, and there's a little opening, and there's a, a giant tin standing there. And I'm like, I, I'm like okay, I see him. Um, sun's just peeking up. I mean, it's just absolutely gorgeous out. And I go around, just move my head, go around and tell Cody, hey, there's a giant over here. And then Cody stands up and I look back around the tree and deer's kind of like looking more more north. 
and then he comes back and was looking kind of our way. And then he, which are since kind of blowing there. Right at him. Yeah. Since blowing right I mean, at him. he's right on the edge. Yeah. So it's just like, or he might have hit where we walked in on mm-hmm. that trail. It, it's hard to tell where we walked yeah. in there in the morning because every time it's different. So he, he's right there at our ground scent where our, our scent wall is blowing. And he just didn't like it. And then he turned around and went straight east, which is completely away from us. Um, his antler, his right antler got caught on this bush, um, raked it back, you know, so his head's caught on it for like a half second and just made him look just huge, you know. So um, not being like too jacked up about it because I'm not hunting. I'm I'm the camera guy. And, I mean, it was a solid mid-150s, 10, um, decent brows, really good twos and threes, um, good beams. So that was at 6.45 in the morning. And... That was the only deer we seen that day, right? We didn't see, we didn't didn't see, see a nothing. Deer, didn't see a deer after that. Didn't see nothing. So we went from pretty decent action on the 9th. Friday night, yeah. The 10th, one buck early in the morning. No, 8th. Eight, 8th, you were eighth, there. Okay, yeah. so ninth, one yep. buck early in the morning, then nothing all day. Nothing. All day set, no deer. Talking to three other guys on that same property, none of them seen deer. Yep. One guy had a cell cam out there, no deer on the cell. And they all sat all day, didn't they? Yeah. Well, two of them got down, scouted, some scouting, got back up. The other guy sat all day. Yep. Um, didn't see anything. I'm assuming the crossbow guy didn't see. Yeah, because he was down early, nine thirty. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, so there's four guys out there that didn't see any deer from the stand, and then a cell cam that didn't see any deer. Probably what five hundred acres. Covering a lot of ground, yeah. I mean, a lot. The deer just were not moving, and that was that day even, that it, even a couple of text messages yeah. on, to people on private didn't see nothing. Yeah, that was the day that it got up to what 50, 49. Yeah, 52, yeah. So we didn't know maybe that high temperature, that buck was coming into that bedding area real early. Mm-hmm. You know, gonna check it and bed in there all day. Yeah. So that that one fifties ten was gonna work the pin. Can you hear me? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. Um, he was going to work the pinch perfect, just like they did on October 12th when we were there, and, you know, go right to the bedding, but he just hit that sit wall, I think, and mm-hmm. and rolled out. That's like another thing, like, if you're going to save this spot for literally three or four days for the whole entire year, straight north is probably what we need. You're probably right, blowing yeah. us right down there. But, like, southwest, there's still a lot of ground bucks could come from. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And, uh, Props to you for going back there on that. Yeah. Like, you got to risk it, you know. Yeah, you, I know you're the yeah. safe guy, but you got to go. You got to go when it's like that. I mean, like, I feel like there's so many other hunters out there, they're going to get sent by someone that day if they're traveling anyway. So yeah. maybe it's you. Maybe a, a deer gets sent <laughs> and runs <laughs> over, you know. Yeah, if they're not blowing at you, they're blowing at probably mm-hmm. at somebody else. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that, I mean... That a deer gets when someone else circles around to get around here, and yeah. boom, there you or are. Or that so. guy's hunting this spot, thinking the deer are going to come from here, and mm-hmm. he's never been deeper than what he is now, so he has no idea what the deer are doing behind him. Mm-hmm. His sense blowing right to all of them, and it's messing the deer up that are coming to you, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so, but yeah, so first day decent, second day nothing, third day insano. <laughs> like, and we were trying to, like, you know, we're like the technical guys. Just 
we try to be strategic, but we we don't we don't know what the hell we're doing. <laughs> um, all we know is how to put work in. That's the only thing we know. Yeah, and uh, and put our ass. In I know stand. where to find them. I can find the deer. I just can't kill them. Like I can. If you want to see a deer out of the stand, I'm your man. But we this, get nighttime picks and visual yeah, sightings. Visuals in the rut, just like out of range, mud, but just out of range. <laughs> but that's, uh, that's why we like gun hunting. Yeah, hell yes. <laughs> um, but uh, go ahead and you can go ahead. Uh, Sunday, homie was hunting. Uh, I cho- I had that first day. I wish I'd have chose the second day, man. Should have rock paper scissored it and <laughs> seen what fate brought, but. Um, well, with the action Friday, I mean, yeah, you'd already hunted you'd back the there spots. once, and yeah, you know, yeah, you got like, just as many hunts back there as I do, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So, uh, so Sunday morning, um, we're in there super early and doing like we just left our stuff up from Saturday, uh, still had to bike in, but weren't packing standing sticks, and we were in there. Literally set up, ready to go. Which you you get your camera stuff set up about five eight minutes sooner than I do, because um, I I take my fluid head off tonight. I didn't when I was getting out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know you you set up a little faster, and we're sitting there. And I looked at my phone. It was five forty nine, still pitch dark, and you know we we could literally you know roll the film and shoot. You know. Uh, what t- it gets dark at like, or it gets light at like six ten, six fifteen. Like I, we were sitting there, and I was like, "Man, it's been dark a long time." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like we've been sitting here at least thirty minutes. I mean, it was perfect because something about my phone. Like if I take it out of my pocket, it's down ten percent. <laughs> if it's cold out, it just smokes it. I don't know, but so I don't. And like I'm not one to be on my phone out there very much. I try to really stay in. Like for all yeah. day sets. You gotta you gotta save that battery yeah, you life. You know save what I mean. That you know life, that midday like struggle. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, so you know, just like how it happened Saturday morning, you know, Cody Cody's in the cameraman stand, which is higher, probably where the hunter's gonna be next year. And he's like, "Hey, uh, there's a doe or there's a deer." So I'm like, "Okay." So she was blowing. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. She was blowing. Scared the shit out of yeah. us. So it's it's like. Just past shooting light, maybe like ten minutes. Yeah, I'm running like, like eight hundred. I'm running like eight hundred ISO for the filming guys out there. So you know, it's like getting like where you're like eight hundred is about my max. I want to run yeah. and and uh, to make it you know look clean and uh, it's probably about the same time, about six forty as that other buck came in. You know, what I mean, about yep. the same time. So this doe just starts blowing and like she blew probably nine or ten times. We're looking I was at like, each other and I'm like, there is no way. That's that's north of us and our wind's blowing straight north. There yeah. is no way she, no ground scent, nothing. Nothing. So, and she's on the other side of this ridge and like, I, I don't think she's going to stop because it's just going on and on and on and I'm like I thought she blew like 30 times to be dude, honest with you dude it, it was, was like so non- much and it was loud the first one I jumped yeah, I'm like, I jumped too you know I, mean? I mean it was just you know oh man dude you know how it is it's just dead quiet in the morning yeah it was so quiet yeah and then just that this shatters you you're like I'm like and then your heart kind of starts jumping a little bit you're like oh dude all the all these deer are alerted now yeah so <clears throat> We're sitting there, and it finally quiets down, maybe two minutes, and then Cody's like, "Hey, there's a deer," and I'm like, "Okay." So I'm I'm literally looking like right where this deer was at, 
And I was thinking, okay, it's kind of it must be a scenario like yesterday. Um, deer's behind us, so I'm not gonna like do any rash movements or anything. I'll just kind of get my hand over here by my bow, get ready, and then I look up at Cody and I'm like, all right, you know, where's it at? And he's like, it's it's right there. So then I'd seen it, and it's like you know, like one o'clock. I'm like, oh, okay, I see it now. And she's looking right at us. And she's 38 yards. And then um, she kind of bounds off. There's a little creek um, farther from us that she gets down into, crosses, gets up on top of that little knoll over there. And then out steps this little nine-pointer. Um, solid buck. I'm like, here comes a, here comes a, bu- a buck. Yeah, like Cody's a, like, Cody's nice like buck. buck. Yeah. I'm like, buck, buck, nice buck. And homie <laughs> stands up, and here comes this nine-pointer. And I'm like... That ain't the buck I seen. <laughs> yeah, so uh, he goes down and goes up on that ridge right where that doe did. And I look up at Cody. I was like, not a shooter, not a shooter. So I'm like, okay, put my bow back on the hook, sit back down. And then, like, you're trying to tell me, no, there's another. Yeah, I'm, I'm like kicking him. I'm like, hey, no, get ready. Like, he's getting ready to sit down. I'm like, no, 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 there's a shooter coming. Like, <laughs> I seen his right side. Like, it's a it's a big deer you know i mean he was on a run and i i think he was trying to run that other buck off yeah and like he like lost that doe obviously so right at the end of this ridge that is in between the deer and us um he's behind and then there's a pond and a little runoff overflow that kind of makes a little creek there this big deer's on the back side of this knoll and he jumps down in the creek and now he's behind some couple bushes, and he's working to like where that doe went. And then he sees that other buck up up, up on top of the hill. He loses his doe, and he's down there grunting and doing all kinds of stuff. Um, he comes up out of the creek to run this little buck off, and we get the back view of him. And I mean, it's just a mega. Like you can see him working down in the creek, and you get his like side profile perfectly symmetrical. He's got this little fork off his G two, really deep, but the tine's not very long. And then I'm like trying to decide if like it's a shooter. I'm like he's pretty heavy. I'm like oh it's a shoot in my mind. I'm like <laughs> yeah. it's a shooter. I'm like it it's probably gonna be a shooter. And then like when he steps out of the creek, when I'm he like, does that like half turn. Yeah. I I hope it's on the audio. I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, yeah. I said it out loud. I'm like, holy shit. I'm filming. Like, I got to nail this. You know what I mean? He's just coming out, and he's doing that, like, posture up to that other buck. And that little buck kind of postured to him a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, the big buck's, like, doing that, the sway. Yeah. He's got the sway to him, you know? Yeah. It just He's got that, like, he's... His body's like half crinkled around when yeah. he's going up against that other. Yeah, I'm just gonna hit you with every angle of my yeah. rack, bro. I'm coming at you. Yeah. And so you know, of course, we're looking at the back. I mean, the back—they always look huge. Um, he's had a lot more main beam than what he showed on our trail cam picks. Yeah. I know that. But the other trail cam picks, you can see. Yeah, the, main the other beam. trail cam picks, dead giveaway. Yeah. So you know, like on our trail cam picks, we had this nice like side profile of him. Um, we've seen some other pics of him that he's giant, obviously on the video and in real life. Um, he's got the frame. It's all about that angle, man. You get an angle, that angle that's quartering dude. two on a buck, just like when we had freeze. Yeah. If I show that picture of freeze to anybody, they'd be like, ah, oh, it's a 160, 170 class deer. Yeah. And then 
you get him face forward or backwards. Remember that picture I got of Freeze backwards yeah. early? We were like, holy yeah. crap, that thing's 200. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. But uh, So this buck, like on trail cam, he'd be like, like we just literally was like, okay, shooter buck. That's like a 160. On. I was like, that's a 150, 160. Yeah. So, and then, you, I mean, you see him in real life and it's just like. Yeah, he's, he's gained level. 10 inches. Yeah. Plus. But. So he come up and bumped that other buck off and then. They kind of farted around, doe still bouncing around everywhere, and then they go back into the bedding, and we don't we don't see him again. So um, that I just wanted to say this. So the doe comes out perfectly broadside, thirty eight yards. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then she works on the other buck, goes in the creek or jumps a creek and kind of goes up that hill. Yep. And never really gives us a shot. And you would think that that buck would be following that doe trail. This this buck jumps in four foot deep water, swims a little bit, then gets in the creek where it's belly deep and just sloshing through it, <laughs> and then climbs up out of it to like cut this little buck off from where he thinks because like he's walking up the hill and he's looking for that doe. You can mm-hmm. see him, yeah. And then he's like, okay, she's gone, or maybe he's seen her in there. He might have, yeah. And uh, and then he's like, all my focus is on this little buck, and he like trying to like push him, and that little buck just kind of just. Like, just went, I, I just don't went back across the creek you know, towards went, us. Yeah, went right back towards us and then kind of circled that big deer. And then that big deer just kind of like slowly walked down the ridge. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't like, I don't I don't think he was on that doe. I think he was. Because he, he grunt, well, he was grunting before he, yeah. when he was back on the other side of the ridge because I heard him grunt before mm-hmm. I seen him because I was like, okay, all right, something is back there. Every deer back there is grunting. Like I've never. <laughs> In my if you're life, in that area, you have to grunt. <laughs> yeah, like I've never in my life heard so much. Like there's bucks chasing each other behind us and like thick cover. And I'm like, oh, there's something back there. I can hear him grunting. Yeah. And I kept like, was that a grunt? Because there's like, you don't hear them that often. Like no, in the rut, not. you hear them every now and then. Right. But you don't hear like 30 grunts a day. <laughs> back, they're just back there. Bah, 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 bah. You know, just ridiculous amounts it it was insane it was insane the stud eight that we had midday um he was chasing well he was chasing out of the buck early yeah we heard him grunting and then he worked off and went yeah because i seen him they were behind us i was like there's there's a shooter back there probably mid 130s i seen this side frame really nice buck he's chasing the smaller buck and that smaller buck was like an eight right yeah small eight yeah and then they ended up being like they they went south of us probably eighty or hundred yards where we couldn't see them. And they ended up being like hundred and fifty away when we seen them. Yeah, they're way over there. So then when they when this eight showed up on the pond, I just happened. I never seen a deer sitting down. Yeah, I was always standing up. Uh-huh. So I stood up and then um, boom, I see that doe on the corner of the pond, and I was uh-huh. like, hey, there's a deer on the pond, and you're like. Ah, oh, it's just a doe. I'm like, you know, just wait a second. So then that eight showed up, pushed her, and then I feel like that they got into that where the th- where the bedding mm-hmm. starts, yeah. and he lost her. Yeah, because he he did three laps around uh-huh. there. Yeah, and we seen it. I don't know if it was the mega from the morning or not. I think it was that one fifties ten that we seen the morning before. It was just because I got my binos on him. Because the eight was there, and you're like, was that a shooter? And I pull my binos up. I'm like, yeah, that's that eight I seen over here. Yeah. Mid 130s class eight. That's a big eight. Like, yeah. You know, that's a really solid eight. And uh, dark chocolate horns. And then 
that 10 comes into frame and I'm like, yeah. Oh, okay, here we go. You know, I pull them up. I'm like, okay, that's that 10 that we got on cam dark mm. antlered. And he didn't even go after the doe. He just no, he went was, over the hill. Yeah. Eight's still grunting. Like we, we can just hear him making laps grunting. We've yeah. seen him when it's only on the corner. Of the I was pond. like that eight or 10 is going to be over here chasing this doe. And there's just a small buck just right there. It's like, yep. it's like those big ducks who would check, check the doe, not ready, gone. Like they don't <laughs> yeah. even mess around. Yeah, those small bucks. Like I'll find those me one. Two that's year ready. old just hang. They're just hanging with them, waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting. You know what I mean? Yep. That big, that big bucks. I will say that did look like a younger fawn, though. Yeah, it did. Yeah, yeah. she was a smaller, mm-hmm. a smaller fawn. Um. So yeah, this H chasing tens up in the corner just happened to see him. You know, yeah. just because like our attention was 10 up there. Seconds of him, maybe. Dude, I mean, you ever just get like that? I, I like to call it like the hunter instinct, like. You don't ever look over this direction, but for some reason you just look over there and boom, there's a deer. Yeah. Like, that's kind of this scenario. It's mm-hmm. just like, boom, it was right there. Yeah, because I was looking to the back because yeah, that's where they'd been that's grunting. That's where they were grunting yeah. and then boom, so I'm like way up China. there. And, and that just goes to show you, like, there's so many bucks back there. I snort wheezed at one. We grunted at them. I snort wheezed at two bucks. Two, yeah. Grunted, nothing. Didn't care at all. Just no. keep grunting and bumping around, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So then, that one... Ran, I snort wheezed, ran right at us, and then another buck came out of nowhere <laughs> and like hit him on the side, and then they were gone. I was like, "Well, okay, can't can't compete with the real thing, I guess." Yep. So we seen the mega at six forty five ish, both days, and then um, like nine o'clock, probably. When was it? No, it was a, it was later than that. It was like eleven. It was six six forty five, eleven, one, one forty five, three thirty. Yeah. So, so like eleven o'clock at eleven, two shooters, two shooters, yeah, um, and then at one forty, yeah, had this ten work right up that over was this so ridge. Funny. I'm looking back to the south again, and homie goes, "Hey, bro, <laughs> yeah." I'm like, "Hey, bro, bro, yeah, bro." Yeah. You're like, "I'm like deer right there." Yeah, like, and he's 30 already yards. thirty yards. Yeah, and I mean he's moving. Yeah, he's cruising hard. He's cruising hard. Um, so you know that pinch we've been talking about? He's going to work that way, except he's going the opposite direction of what we're supposed to be doing. So I'm like, okay. The I, cover that we left to draw yeah, screwed us. Right. So I'm like, I got maybe a little pocket here. If he holds on the far side of the pinch, if he if he is going to go through the pinch, if he holds on the far side. He'd have been hard quartering away. I, I could, well, yeah. then he would have been broadside if he was going to yeah. go with the actual pinch. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so I get drawn, and next thing I know, he is just literally coming closer and closer. You could have chest shot him quartering two, and that's the only shot you had. Yeah. And it just... And he was moving. He was. Yeah. There was no stopping him. Yeah. I don't think he would have been able to stop him. I, I don't know. You could have maybe mad at him, and then he would have looked up, but chest shots just... that yeah. I can't do that. So he he was literally five yards from the base of the tree, and then he just got up and over and, you know... Just cruise right past. Just cruise, yeah, just yeah. cruise right past. So, um, could have been, could have been, had a buck down at one forty in the afternoon, mm-hmm. back there deep on public, and uh, it would have been a, it would have been a sweet buck. Oh yeah. So cool. I, he was kind of short time, but yeah. Um, I mean, he was still a shooter for for both of us. Yeah. Um. And then we had um we had that same doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Yeah, so the three, nine pointer that was with the mega, the mega buck, was with that same doe. 
that that younger, smaller doe, yep. she comes out. Nine pointer comes out, and then there's another buck running behind them like crazy. And yeah. we're like, "Oh my gosh, I'm here like, comes, oh, dude! Here he comes!" Match up the morning footage. Sat all day. Yeah, I'm like, comes out. She's coming straight at us. Yeah, she and comes she, to 25 yards. Yeah, she comes halfway across the open part where we can shoot for days. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. And then here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. We're like, <laughs> yeah. ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. But um, one one thing I don't think we covered is Cody said that the the big deer come in right where the doe was, hopped in the creek. So he was at like 38 yards for like maybe a quarter second before he jumped down. Mm-hmm. Um, you couldn't have shot him, yeah. Cause then he, he's behind all that brush yeah. that I, I know I said that. When he's up on the hill, chasing off that other buck, bumping that you around. You had maybe one shot at maybe like one shot 52 at yards. 52 yards, yeah, 52, 51. Yeah, <laughs> on a buck that's been... Zigzagging. Yeah, behind brush, out of brush. Yeah, he's not like just out there. Fifty-two chilling. yards on a mega. You got, and you and you're in. He's in tall grass still. How long was your footage of him? Do you remember? I think like two minutes, but yeah, like maybe a minute or thirty-five seconds of it's like him in real like behind when he's walking through. You can barely see him. So I mean, at fifty yards, which I mean, he he it stood. Is a poke. He stood there for maybe three or four seconds at fifty yards. Yeah. 52 yards. But, I mean, that that's just... 52 yards is a long shot. On a mega. Yeah. And he was with that buck, chasing that buck off. And that buck was closer to us, and he was he kind of looked up at us when he when got closer. When he got closer. through the creek. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, that's not how it happens in the rut, man. You just yeah. got so much going on, you're like... <sighs> I, it's hard to choose when you're going to draw. And I feel like 50 yards in a food plot, deers, you know, head down and brassicas or whatever, like that's yeah. that's all good. In the rut, bouncing around, got a hot doe potentially in the area, uh, running off smaller bucks. like Grunting man, like crazy, grunt, just moving yeah. around, posturing up. Like he's not, definitely not going where you think he's going to be going because he's down in the creek. Like why would you go down in the creek? Why would you jump in four foot of water and swim? <laughs> you got know. a perfectly good flat piece of grass. You can just walk to 38 yards. You can just, yeah. We're just, just going to hop in this <laughs> pond over here and swim across it and then go up this creek. Like, so. Um, if you would have told me in 100 years that that would happen, I'd be like, nope, not, that would never happen. Meg is going to come on the backside of this pinch, hop right in this creek, and just go up Just there go literally 50. everywhere you can't shoot. And then to 50 yards. After this hot doe is just right here at 38 yeah. yards. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, no. no. He's going to be right on that doe trail. Yeah. I was trying to think if the which way the wind is blowing, but it was blowing out of the north. I was mm-hmm. thinking if he, like that smaller buck did in the evening, got off because the wind was blowing in. Mm-hmm. But no, no. That, that was total opposite. Uh, one thing I wanted you to touch on is the pics of him the year before. Yeah. And maybe touch on west side being okay. down there too. So... I hunted this piece the year before. I'm a brand trail camera was early. And uh, this is that piece that we had the trail camera trouble, like just ass loads of cards missing, batteries messed with, camera cards pulled and put back, and they got a password on them, so the yep. camera ain't running for 15 days. You know what I mean? So we got a, I got pictures of this deer, unmistakable, last year. <laughs> He's probably 150 last year, right? Yeah. A really nice deer. I'm thinking he's 
I don't know, 170 this year. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. He's got just giant beams. <laughs> and he's got like nine-inch brows. I mean, his yeah. brows are so solid, thick. Right. You know, and then he's got the kickers we, and the split. Because when we got him on cam last year, we, we said probably 150, mid-150. Yeah. And we and it was the first pictures we got of him yeah. on a sweet Tasco cam. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, it was a good pick. Yeah, it was. So he's sticking his tongue out at us, and he, yeah. he's doing that right now out there. Right. But yeah, I got a picture right. of him sticking his tongue out. But uh, so that is two miles. What were his brows like last year? Same. Pretty Same. good brows. Damn. Heavy. Um, not as not as tall, though. Same, yeah. yeah, but that one's smaller than the other. The G3 is real loopy and comes yeah, in. Yeah, it goes forward, yeah. yeah. Yep. That, that was the dead giveaway. Yeah. He had the split two. Split two. He was a the- nine- same brows, and then that G3, G3 just, just looping like crazy. We're like, yeah, yeah that's him. Yeah. But uh, that's two miles from where the crow flies. That's how the crow flies. Like, he's that's across <laughs> a 40-acre lake, you know, so. Bunch of open fields. A bunch of open cornfields. That's like if he just started one spot and ran in a straight line. He was like Yoshi and grew wings yeah. and just flew back Two there. miles <laughs> from where I got trail cam pictures of him last year. Yeah, and we didn't have any pictures of him up there this year because no, we, yeah. we were up there kind of searching hardcore, and you're like, where's this mega at? Yeah, I was you like, know? where's this deer at? Um, we were thinking maybe he got killed or, you know, because they, they go on the private. We could have got hit in the road. Yeah, that that, that road right there is bad. It's, for, it's busier yeah. than you think. And then uh, West Side, the buck we called West Side because <laughs> we got him on the west side of the property, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, only shooter over there. Yeah, only shooter over there. Probably, I think that deer is five or six. Dude. Just giant. I'm yeah. going to say he's high 130s, 140. He's got like freeze main beam mass, yeah. dude. He's got like heavy mass, real wide, probably 26. 25. Yeah, yeah, 25. If you see, there's a video of him on, where, where did we put that video up? It was on TikTok of him walking away in the beans. Oh, yeah. Or it was... Yeah, I yeah, think it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just absolute mega. I was out there glassing and just walking right away in the beans. Just <laughs> we're gonna get in the back view of big giant bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyways, we were on him early season like money, mm-hmm. and then the eighth of October he daylights four times in one day. Yeah, in and out. It was like sixty seven that day or sixty five. It was like seventy two. So yeah, it was hot. And he's daylight midday. On a south wind. Daylight in 2.50, 7 o'clock, right in the morning, and all in this scrape that I'd found the previous year. And uh, we were like, oh, this is good. And we hunted there three times? Yeah. Yeah, hunted there three times. Real and, quick. Boom, um, boom, boom. Yeah, and didn't see a deer the first set. Seen five does the second set. Never seen a buck there. No. You seen a couple of those there. <laughs> yeah, I went there uh Friday evening. Friday night and yeah. in my tree interview I was like, Well, we're here on the west side, hunting west side, but west side's two miles away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But so that same area as this other buck, uh Magnum PI is what yeah. we named him. Yep. Um we just named him that. I go, homie, that was a Magnum PI. I don't even know. I don't know what that, no idea. Just but, a Magnum. Yeah, just a Magnum. Um, Magnum Peace is what I was thinking, but I just said P.I. instead of... You could do Magnum Public yeah. something. I just said Mag- like Magnum Peace is what I wanted to say, but I said right? Magnum P.I. <laughs> but but uh, anyways, that's the same area in the summer, early season, that I had that buck. Two miles away, he's on 
back there. West Side is that's the only buck that we ha- had on trail cam that we did not see was yeah. West Side. And that might have been the deer I seen Saturday morning. It, it split second, just trying to get you heads heads yeah, up. It, you, know? you would think if he was that wide, you said he was mega Man, wide. He but, was wide, yeah. Yeah. I just don't know. Like West Side's got like kind of short tines. I feel like the deer I seen was taller. I don't know if he has so such short tines and picks because he has so much mass. That it could makes be. him look short, right. or if it's they are just short, you know what I mean? Because like you look at Freeze, he it doesn't look like the time length that that buck we seen out there just crushed Freeze. Right, and I feel like on trail cam Freeze was short, short time. looking, yeah. yeah. But yeah, he's got nine, nine, almost ten inch twos. Yeah. So I think, and when that when we got that picture of him turned. You can see that it's a really good deer. It's just hard to judge him on trail cam sometimes when you yeah. get that mass involved and he's got good brows. I think mass trips everybody yeah. up. I mean, I'm, it might just be me, but I, I feel like it trips a lot of people yeah. up. But, uh, yeah, so then Magnum P.I., the giant, Yep. another half mile from where he was at, was that the 12th of October? Uh, I want to say the 19th. I'll I'll double check here. Anyways, he is a half mile across a whole bunch of stuff in the opposite direction. We got him on trail cam. 17th. The 17th of October, he's bedded on the edge of a cornfield in the middle of the night. That cornfield is a half mile from where he was, but then we got him coming from the other way on the 4th. Yeah. So that deer came from, that's a mile or so. Yeah. From the 14th of October, you said that was 14th? 17th. 17th of October to the 4th of November, he's a mile away. He's a mile west. Yeah, and going west, and then now he's back there where we are in the middle. So that thing had a mile-ish range. Just this year. Just this year, but last year he was two miles away. Yeah. He so was two miles northwest last those year. Those deer out there, like you hear people say, oh, I shot this buck two miles away. You don't believe them. You're like, there ain't no way that deer... Yeah. But we're talking about deer moving, like, before the ruts, like, really hardcore. They're not, like, looking for... It's there's like a, a lot of hot does. They're not, like, looking, yeah. cruising main properties. Like, it's not like the 19th of November and a buck's like, cruising crazy trying to find a doe. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like it was right now. Yeah. Like, November 10th, and a hot doe drug him two miles, yeah. you know, because she was ready to be bred in four hours. Yeah, that buck was there... Before the rut happened, West Side was there, you know. Let's see, we had West Side on the October eighth after mm-hmm. almost like a three week absence. Yeah, he just shows up one and day. He just shows up in and out, in and out of the bedding area, uh, and then boom, he's rolling out at like ten twenty, and then it was so funny. I was like, "Yeah, we're gonna kill third. him on the other side," and then we got trucking pics of him back there. I was yeah, like, I, that's the one deer that I wanted to see. I kind of had emotional attachment to that deer because right. I was on him. <laughs> I mean, he's my screensaver on my computer, like. <laughs> I was on him all early he season. Actually, like, he actually worked for us on cam a little bit. Yeah, for for velvet, like oh, oh, early velvet hunt, <laughs> like when that Kentucky season, that deer is so dead. The Tennessee season, yeah. yeah. That, I had him going in the morning to bed like repeatedly. But we would have double bucked at Boonertown on Chaos yeah, and DT <laughs> <laughs> at one in the afternoon yeah. or whatever time that was. But uh, we had two miles, so that just goes to so show that's, you that's two bucks confirmed, two miles. And um, from literally the one Ma- edge of Magnum the property, to the other. Magnum PI is two and a half miles. Yeah, from, from like first 
initial first discovery. First initial discovery, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that just, it's just cool how, like, you know, we always say we want that property where we can figure out what these bucks are doing. You know what I mean? So, like, we know where to put pictures out or cams out to see if West, West Side survived. We know where to put pictures out to see if Magnum PI survived next mm-hmm. year. And then we know where to go during the rut to kill and them. And this year, Magnum PIs, like Cody said, bedded down right on the corn, right on the edge of known heavy mm-hmm. buck bedding. I don't know if many does are bedding in there, but definitely a lot of buck sign, mm-hmm. a lot of buck beds in there. And but he was there October 17th, mm-hmm. just chilling we never with, did with see another that. buck. We never did see the giant nine-pointer, though. No, nope, nope, didn't see him. But real good deer. That was yeah. a super cool deer, real heavy nine. Um, but, yeah, we never seen him back, back there. I got a picture of a nine-pointer that I need to show you on that on the card. <laughs> I was just saying. I don't think it's a nine-pointer I passed because – He's right up on the camera, but he looks like that nine pointer on the edge of the field. I th- that when I seen that nine both times in the morning and the evening yesterday, the, yeah. I wasn't even yeah like jacked up like that was not even uh-huh. a no way no how deal. Yeah, I feel like sunshine's bigger than that deal. Yeah, he was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny yesterday. Like we're just sitting in the stand, and Cody's like, "Shit, man, I think I got picture of that deer last year." And as soon as you said that, I was like. <laughs> Yeah, you do. And then you pulled out the picks, and I was like, I know, I know exactly what deer you're talking about with the split two, just like that. And um, it's just crazy, like how you end up connecting the dots a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, um, get a little history built, and are able to do that. So, fifty yards, fifty, 50 yards, fifty, 50 yards, yards, and then five yards. Oh, five yards, and then ugh. yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, I don't think that was a ten we had on cam. Though. No, that was just wasn't. That was just some cruiser midday. We, don't, we had a picture of him at all. No, you know. And then I mean, the other cam we had Halloween daylight. Yep. The bottom cam we had November third daylight. November third was fire out there. Yeah, November third. Yep. Yeah, but uh, West Side daylighted big, big Magnum PI daylighted. Um, the ten spook. <laughs> <laughs> Old spook. Old spook. But, yeah, like I said, this is a, a couple public's closed now. Yep. So we'll have to make the long stretch early mornings, getting there at 4 a.m. to access. <laughs> so you're waking up at 3, a little before 3 at your house to get there. So it'll be worth it. Next year we'll get out there and see what's happening. But we're not giving up on the public. We still got the the other piece that we – Got got some history on there, and then we got uh, the urban piece. So, but we're gonna be banging the uh, private hard. Gonna be heading to Missouri for rifle season. I'm sure you guys hear a couple podcasts from that. Um, we're gonna sign off on this one. As you can tell, we had a couple good rut hunts to keep us going through this rutcation and yeah. uh, try to get out there. Bucks are moving. Um, a lot of people are putting deer down right now. <laughs> Every day I get a text, just create, just smash the stud. I'm like, yeah. dang. So uh, congratulations to everyone that's got it done out there. Uh, try to leave a legacy and white till legacy's out.